God has commissioned Dr. Albert and Pastor Jemima Mbaya with the mandate of establishing priesthood and kingship in this dispensation. Brace yourself. This word is alive. Listen. Be inspired. Be transformed. Help me bless your neighbor before you sit down. Just bless your neighbor. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you, Lighthouse Minstrels. CPCPCP. What a blessing to this house. What a blessing to this house. What a blessing to this house. Hallelujah. I love the Lighthouse Minstrels. I tell you the truth, when I am not around, I miss a whole lot of people. I try to miss some people. But I miss the Lighthouse Minstrels. I tell you the truth. Because, you know, the gifting is there. On top of that, the anointing is there. Able to lubricate, take you into the very presence of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I said, Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I want to make a short announcement. If you don't have your PVC, your voter's card, that is the ID card you need to collect your grant. And we are almost there. We are almost there. That is the ID card you need. <laughs> your ID card and your Lighthouse membership card. Yeah. Slap your neighbor, say she just exposed you. <laughs> if you don't have your voter's card, you will see your name, you will see the money, but we ain't giving you. If you vex, we return your 2-5. Hallelujah. We will return your 2-5 and calculate how much bank would have given you for the number of months you kept the money. Yes, and the bankers are saying it's 2%. 3% or 2% per annum. I hope you get my drift. Amen to the Lamb of God. Get your voter's registration card. Hallelujah and watch out for which candidate. Because you're going to be told. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's not about party anymore. I have children and I have grandchildren. And I am a Nigerian and I'm passionate about my country. So it's not going to be about party anymore. You can be in WWF. You can be in NYSC. If you have the right spirit to carry it. You will hear it on this altar. Vote for so, 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 and we'll all go. That's how, one of the ways we take back what the devil stole from us. The church missed it in 2015. The church will not miss it this time. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 
for the sake of our nation. God didn't make a mistake. He made us Nigerians. Hallelujah. Kingdom financial what? Systems. Oh. The weeks have been a blessing. Anybody in agreement with me? The weeks have been revealing. The weeks have been enlightening. God bringing to us his truth so that we can be delivered from whatever it is that holds us back or whatever it is that is able to stop us from abundant fulfillment. Praise the Lord. Now, let me say this to you, church. Some people don't get it or don't understand why we place so much emphasis or we are taking this length of time to even kind of like talk about the devil. Praise the Lord. To, to, to you know, dwell on his activities, what he's doing across nations, the things that he's doing that has been shown us by the word of God. You know, um, some of us growing from the culture or from the church culture we are familiar with, we'll be thinking, let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus. Then the more we talk about Jesus, then you know we get it. But you are not at war with Jesus. Hallelujah. The one you are at war with that wants to stop you from prosperity is the one you need to understudy so that you will know. Because God doesn't break his word. But there is a spirit that wants to make sure that you don't get to access the things that God has given to you. Amen. 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 You know, Pastor Sam was talking this morning about the way we grew up in faith. There were days we used to believe that when we are sick, God gave us that sickness. And I'm telling you, there are a whole lot of believers today who still believe that when God wants to teach them something, when God wants to alert them to something, he will give them sickness. Ignoring totally the fact that God said there is no evil in him. Whatever it is that causes you pain cannot come from God. Amen. Whether it is a sickness or it is a lack. It cannot come from God. Settle that in your mind. That you do have an enemy. And the Bible says, although we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now that should make you stop a little and think and say to yourself, there is a war going on. You don't have to admit that there's a war going on, but there is a war going on. And then he told us, that even though we are walking in the flesh and we're not warring after the flesh, he told us what the weapons of our warfare are. Which means, as long as you are a believer, you cannot be excused from this warfare. We are dealing, particularly in this aspect of warfare, concerning our finances. That's why we're dwelling so, you know, so much on trying to understand who our enemy is. Who is behind some of the things? And I know that, you know, the first week we talked about having generational or the first, um, the last two Sundays, we talked about how wealth should be passed from generation to generation. Amen. Amen. How it should be a torch from one generation to another that we don't drive our cars in reverse. How many people still remember that? That we don't sow backwards. What we try to do is to sow forward. That's the way of God. A man will leave an inheritance for his children and his children's children. And we saw also the reason why we miss it as a church. Because we have mixed culture and tradition 
with truth in the Bible. And you know, like daddy would always say, when you mix the gospel with tradition, you give birth to a monster. You give birth to monstrosity. And that's what has been going on, where there are a lot of believers who cannot understand why they are not prospering. And they, they, they've done everything. They pay their tithe, they give their offerings, but they don't know that they are activating ancestral curses and things that are bound their ancestry. They are operating by that. And that's because of ignorance. And I said to you that in the days of ignorance, God overlooks, but the devil doesn't. The devil capitalizes on what you don't know and injures you. And we studied about the princes of hell and how one devil manifests himself in several ways. And you know, in the, in the uh, past weeks, we talked about how you can, you, you can identify what's going on with your life, whether you are the kind of person who imports or the kind of person who manufactures or the kind of person who does just buying and selling. You can tell what it is that gave birth to a sudden rise of this gay movement. You can tell. Why is it that people don't care about the sacrificing that they are doing of their children? You know, the days are past when um, we, 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 we see it before that parents will physically take their children in broad daylight and do it. Sacrifice it, but they are still doing it. Amen? Amen. Doesn't mean that parents are not doing it. People are doing it in hiding. And I want us to see, I want us to keep knowing how this devil operates. So that we don't miss it in any way. So that if it's operational in your life, you know how to go home and stop it. Praise the Lord. I think that's what church is supposed to do. Bring us information, bring us knowledge, so that we can know how to go back and appropriate the word of God and be delivered from the things that have held us bound. Praise God. We are studying to see why is it that somebody accesses money and then one year later, five months later, the person can't tell what happened to the money. What is it that makes a man rich today and poor tomorrow? And yet God is talking about transgenerational wealth. Yet God is talking about leaving an inheritance for your children and your children's children. So something is wrong somewhere, and that's what we are trying to fix. Hallelujah. Redemptive knowledge of the word of God come to us, and last week we, we saw what it means to have redemptive revelation. Revelation that does not redeem you is not revelation. But when truth hits you, it has capacity to redeem you. It has capacity to open your eyes for you to see. So I want you to bow your head this morning and pray. And say, Father, thank you for the information coming to me today. I open up my spirit and I receive understanding. Say it to God for yourself, not for your neighbor. I receive understanding. I receive understanding. I thank you for all transfer, my pastor, that as she ministers, I receive understanding. I receive illumination in my spirit. Let the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that glorious light, let it hit me and let me be able to assimilate it and let me be able to walk with it. Thank you, Lamb of God. Thank you, Lamb of God. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. I remember saying to you, those of you who haven't read the book, God's Financial Blueprint, find it and read it. Yes, it's a book I wrote, but I tell you that I take that book myself and I read it. One of the things that I said in that book, and I want you to put it up for me, media, is that there is no success that is ever going to come to one who is spiritually innocent. The road to success is not for the spiritually innocent. 
I want you to put it that way. The road to success is not for the spiritually innocent. Now, we like the name innocent in Africa so much more than we name our children innocent. So when you hear somebody say, no innocence, you are like, eh? I want to be innocent. Amen. But I want you to follow me. What that sentence means is that there is nobody that is not submitting to a deity, to an altar, that is not paying obeisance to an altar that will ever attain success. Because now you need to be able to go back and look at what, what kind of success are we talking about. Because in Nigeria today, when you can see food to eat, in the evening you lie down, you think you are successful. True or false? For the fact that you bought a kotonuka, you believe you are successful. You build a two-bedroom apartment, your 12 children in one room, you and your wife still produce in the other room. You are successful. That's how we see it. That's how we see it. Why? Because of the kind of lack that we have grown up in, that when you are one step ahead of your parents, you think you have arrived. We are not talking about that kind of success that you can finish by yourself. We're talking about you being so blessed that you can confidently say, I walk by the Abrahamic covenant. Now to understand this success, you have to go back to Genesis chapter 12 and understand how did this Abrahamic covenant reveal itself? What kind of life did Abraham live? Bible recorded that Abraham was so rich, he was richer than his nation. The nation he was in, he was richer than them that they came and pleaded with him and told him to move. True or false? Only the security men in Abraham's house were 318. Born in his house. So understand the level of success I'm talking about. Nobody attains that kind of success from a standpoint of spiritual ignorance. And I want you to see a scripture this morning before we go on. Last week we saw who Mammon is, all his components. Deuteronomy chapter 32. I want to read verse 31 to 33 just for you to see something. Deuteronomy 32. Quickly, media, I need you to be with, you know, speed with me today, please. Speed. Deuteronomy 32. Verse 31. Verse 31. Thank you, Father. Talking about the unbeliever. Talking about how the unbeliever accesses wealth. Look at what the scripture says. When you go home, read from the beginning. For their rock is not our rock. Which means they have a rock. Huh? They have a rock. That's why Luke 16 says you cannot serve two masters. And I told you last week that the devil or mammon is also a master. And people can serve it. Right? Their rock is not our rock. Even our enemies themselves being judges. That they themselves know we are not serving the same God. That's why I get pissed off when I hear people go for political meetings and say, you know, we are all serving the same God. And well, yes, you are serving the same God with them. But I'm not serving the same God that everybody else is serving. Hallelujah. 
My God doesn't tell me to do the kind of things that we are seeing going on in Nigeria. My God doesn't tell me to wrap, uh, what do you call, explosives around me and enter into a gathering. I don't know the names of the people. I don't know what they are and just explode and kill people I don't know. And be awarded 70 virgins. My God doesn't tell me that. My God tells me he that winneth souls is wise. That when I win people to the Lord, a crown of glory is waiting for me in heaven. Win them to the Lord, not kill them. So how do you open your mouth because you're looking for political power? You're looking for some stupid relevance that has no ability to sustain your life to say we are serving the same God. That's what happens when you are broke. Oh, and you need other people. That's what happens. Even our enemies themselves, they know, they judge it for themselves and know we are not serving the same God. Let's go to 32. We stop at 33. For their vine huh, is of the vine of what? And of their fields of what? What did the Bible say in the book of John? Jesus speaking, he said, I am the what? The vine and you are what? The branches. So, but these people, they are vine, vine of Sodom. What does this mean? When you hear about Sodomy, what do you think about? Huh? Being a homosexual, being a lesbian, that's the vine of Sodom. That is why, for those of you who know, and you know I know, and I know some of you know, that you cannot attain certain levels of power except you do ludu. A man will have to sleep with another man to be able to attain political power. You know, I've been a pastor for a bit, and I, you know, one day was sitting in my office. This young man we have in church, you know, came and, and insisted he has to see me. So I was like, okay, let me see this young man. And when he came into the office, he told me, he said, he went to apply for something, cutting a long story short, the boss of that organization said, it's very easy. You have been applying for this thing for more than two years. It's very easy. Just come back to this office in the evening. No, come to this guest house in the evening. And this young man, ignorant, carried himself to that guest house. And he saw this Alhazes. Hmm? All seated and then some other younger boys. But one thing he noticed about those, young, those boys, it wasn't that just that they were young, it was also that they all had some kind of beauty that made them somehow look like girls. You know there are some boys, they are fine, you now start calling them beautiful. You can't call them handsome again. Abby? Yeah. Yeah. He noticed that that was the kind. And then the, the, uh, the man who you know, called him aside and said, it's very, very easy. You can become like me. You can even be better than me. You can be this. You can have this. You can have that. If you will let me make you my girlfriend or my boyfriend. I don't even know what name to call talking about. It's very prominent in Nigeria. Come on now. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. It's very common in Nigeria, very common in the political arena. The reason is because the road to success is not for the spiritually innocent. 
Satan wants something from you. Same way that God wants something from you. Satan wants to defile you. Jesus wants your commitment. So he can sanctify you. Hallelujah. So you can't be spiritually innocent and just say, me, all this church church thing, I don't want. See, you either serve God very well or serve who? Mammon, serve the devil very well. Don't waste your time in church doing one leg in and one leg out. Because you're wasting your own time. Hallelujah. You are wasting your own time. But you want to see genuine prosperity, then delve into God with everything you've got. Put back that scripture for me, Deuteronomy chapter 32. And of the fields of Gomorrah, you get it? Their grapes are grapes of what? Their clusters are what? No man will sleep with another man and tell me he's comfortable. You take your private part and put into the anus of another man, what comes out? You bring out kashi, you bring out poo. Then years later, you are an adult, you are moving with diapers. Their clusters are bitter. It's bitter. Satan tells young girls that, you know, for you to be able to prosper, use what you've got. How about using your brain? using your brain why does it have to be using your body is that all you've got and how about having the right business acumen to know how to sit down and reason and think and know what it is that you ought to do so that you can prosper why must it always be that if you are broke then you have to go and sleep with someone why is that the way out why is that the altar is that the only way to prosper is that even a way to prosper Hmm. And those who do that, what happens to them? At a later part of their lives, no matter how careful you are, the first thing that will come to your mind is that, well, I will not have HIV. HIV is not the only deadly thing on earth. Do you know that loneliness is deadlier than HIV? You grow old all by yourself. Every day the devil haunts you. The wickedness of Satan is that he makes you do something and then he comes back when you begin to reap the repercussion to now mock you for the things that you are suffering. He's the same person who will not let you forgive yourself even though you have been forgiven. Same devil. His clusters are bitter. <laughs> Verse 33 said, their wine is what? The poison of dragons. The cruel venom of what? See, when I talk to people about mammon being the dragon, and which is where we are going to this morning, I need you to understand that there are scriptural basis to it. Mammon is called the dragon several times in scripture, and I'll show you a couple of scriptures. But here's what happens. When you submit to anything, to the vines of Sodom and Gomorrah so that you can prosper. You drink bitterness. Why? Because it's coming, that wine is coming from the poison of dragons. They face you. Amen. Amen. They face you. I was talking to a, a, a politician who gave his life to Jesus 
and you know he he was talking. I was he said, Pastor, after I finished a series in Abuja, uh, I can't remember where, I, maybe Abuja. I was talking about you know Quetzalcoatl. I was talking about the dragon. I was talking about you know things, and I was showing them the images, and I was challenging them towards how China suddenly became a global power out of nowhere. You can say literally. And why China worships the dragon? And then they will tell you they don't. Every February they shut down China. And I began to break it down for them to say, this is how you see people who are believers consistently all their lives. You go to China, you almost are a citizen. But you are not still able to leave anything tangible. And I was talking to them about how witchcraft operates and how God expects us believers to be able to understand our rights in Christ Jesus and to know how to appropriate it in our dealings with the entrepreneurial world. And this man had to come and see me. And then he said, I'm a politician and you know, you know, because I've known his family for a bit. He began to tell me what happens towards elections. What happens when people are looking for contracts? You are a governor, huh? but you are not a governor to Christians alone. You are a governor to everybody. Right. Amen. Amen. The Christian will just stand up and say, I'm also in coking like you, and just come to your office to look for contract. The person too who was elected into that office will just go and sit down on the chair and be celebrating election, not knowing what he's sitting down on. But the average Ishmaelite, when he's going to look for contract, or the average unbeliever, will go and sleep on the grave, calling the name of that governor. So that when he sees the governor, the governor will be void of reason. That's how they throw enchantment and divination and say, even though this man sits on the throne, he cannot favor his faith. Okay, some people understand what I'm saying now. Don't matter your title. You are sitting on stuff that men pay a price for. They sacrifice their children. They sacrifice their mothers. They sacrifice whatever to make sure that they get there. And he told me, he said, Pastor, the people you are talking to don't understand this thing. Let me tell you. He said, when I was appointed as Commissioner of Finance, I had to... Um, uh, a promise was made me to be appointed commissioner of finance and the person who was contesting for the election who said if I win this is what I will give you asked me to escort him I didn't ask where he said when we arrived there <laughs> we parked and started trekking into the bush they parked their jeep and trek you can't trek from the gate there to enter here say I'm tired Oibo, from Pangshin. I'm tired. Jesus left his home, his glory, and came so that you can be saved. Huh? He said they trekked into the bush, and when they got to that, to the spot where, you know, they were going, he, he said suddenly a mansion in the heart of literally nowhere. And they entered inside and saw this man, he cutting a long story short. He sat them down and said, this is the man you want removed? Yes. He made a mold resembling the man, put it, and then asked the head, to, the face, to go backward. He told me, he said, Pastor, this thing the man molded began to shift without any hand touching it. 
and moved backwards. And he said that is how the man will not see his front. But now I'm asking, if there's a Christian contesting for the same position, which altar is that Christian attesting to? The person is busy driving pastors and saying, I don't want all these pastors around me. Those ones. If he wants to have pastors around him, he wants to have those ones who tell him what he wants to hear. Those ones who cannot tell you in your face that you cannot come to God and you have five girlfriends, three concubines, two whatever, you are still drinking alcohol, there is no fruit of repentance in your life, you are still a wife bitter, you are still the one who goes to the campus to pick girls young enough to be your daughters, and then they look you in the face and tell you it is well with you, well it's not well with you, it's the only person it is well with. Bible says, say to the righteous. Not just to everybody who comes to church. Say to who? The righteous. They don't have anybody who is giving them a, a spiritual covering or spiritual platform. I said that in Plato before I moved to this town. When they said GNS won the election or GNS is the favorite. I asked a dear friend of his a question. I said, who is the covering over this man? Who is covering him? Who is standing in the place of prayer for the deliverance of Plato, not just for their own pocket? Who is paying the price, burning that midnight oil to make sure that this man wins since you all attest to the fact that he has a good heart for the state? Apparently he didn't. Apparently he didn't. Because they killed him after all. Huh? We're not just talking about being in church and being around pastors. Please understand me. I'm talking about people who love their own salvation and know they want to go to heaven. And they are still sound enough to be relevant on the earth and tell you which way to go as a politician. I remember a pastor that I was so angry with. I had to call him when I went to Port Harcourt. I sat down to talk with him. I said, now that they are saying, Dezani is thief, Dezani stole Nigeria's money, Dezani did what, but I know how much seed Dezani has sown in your ministry. Today, this woman is not well. She is in London. When she was in power, she was buying you people first class ticket. I told him, I said, the same way you could go to her house and go and stand and be given form or a letter, we have program. That's the same way. If you love this woman, you would have entered aeroplane to go to London and stand with her in that hospital in the day of her, her, her affliction and let health come to her. Yes. I told them in Port Harcourt, they killed, what's her name? Dora Akuyili, and it's the same way they want to kill this woman. And you have no understanding that I'm a northern woman and I know what the north stands for. I'm a house woman from the front and the back. And they didn't understand it. It is give a, how can you be the minister of petroleum for how many um, dispensations or how many governors and you cannot afford a Rolex watch? Do you need to steal to buy a Rolex? 
They are saying it in the newspaper, and us believers join mouth. The same way they insult Oedipo, us believers join mouth. They insult an angel, us believers join mouth. Do you know how many imams have how much money? Do you hear it? It's only when God prospers people in church that people get angry. Yesterday I was watching on YouTube, a lady went to, to, to block Kenneth Copeland on his way to preach. She came, she found her way through the aisle and blocked him. Sir, I am from so-so-so news. I have some questions. He stood. If he walked away, they would say he's rude. And then she said, sir, I have only one question. Your members are hungry and you have a fleet of jets. How come? Your father. <laughs> it's a principle. You know the principle, you walk by it, it works for you. So this thing I'm telling you, is not only in Nigeria, even Oibo pastors. They hate them once they begin to prosper. Nobody is asking how many years of labor. Nobody is asking how many years he followed Ora Roberts. Nobody is asking how many years he served Kenneth Hagin. Nobody is asking all those years that he would drive without fuel in his car and trust God for fuel. The time they know now, he has private jet. Well, the path of the righteous is like a shining light. That's what the word of the Lord says. Slap your neighbor and say, stay on the path of righteousness and see what will happen to you. The day my plane arrives in Joss, that's the day people will start talking. But what? Let them go and ask. Sit down for a few minutes. Sit down for a few minutes. Let me talk to you this morning. They don't want to know how many years I spent in the service of God in Borno State. Oh, Pastor Jemima also bought a G. Uh, Gulfstream 650, blah, 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 blah. Are you seeing her cars? Are you seeing? Show me the accounts of church that I took from. There must be an altar you subscribe to. There must be sacrifices made. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Do you think it is easy staying in Borno State? What I saw with my eyes? I talk to somebody in the morning, they call me in the evening and show me the body parts of that person. I stayed in that city because God said until 2016. You think it's easy? Nobody knows that. Your name is not on the papers at that time when you will sell the vehicles you have so that you can gather money to Nobody knows widows. Nobody knows that over 500 Igbo, Yoruba, Southern Nigeria children pass through your house so that they can get an education. Because the North won't give them an education. As much as University of Meduguri is a federal university. They don't know that. The day that plane will land in this high pan, that's when you will hear a story. And it's coming. Somebody said, what do you need it for? I need it for what? What do you need it for? Slap your neighbor and say, I need it for what? That is the what I need it for. That what is the what I need it for. Even if you want to put it as a museum, God told Kenneth Hagin, I have no problem giving you a brand new car every day. He's able. I don't subscribe to pastors who 
put pressure on the people. You have a vision, you have a dream, you have a taste board. Fix it, brother. Don't take advantage of God's people. There is a balance to this thing. But most of the time, people don't ask how this money came. Why won't you ask the average politician how he got the power? Why won't you find out how he slept in the bush? They caught a woman in Borno State a few years ago. She stole a baby out of teaching hospital. I don't know how many of you can remember this story. They put microphone to her mouth. Unfortunately for them, it was live. And she named the governor and said, he is the one we take these children to. What does he do? He boils them. And he eats their, their, their flesh. The road to success is not for the spiritually innocent. There must be something you connect to. You see, that's why I honor God for the communion. Because you don't have to sacrifice your own children. God sacrificed his own child so that you don't have to. You don't have to. Hallelujah. Now I want us to see another scripture to verse 11. Job 28 verse 1. I'll read this very fast. Verse 1 to verse 11. And then we jump to verse 21 to 23. Surely. Give me the new King James on this one. Give me the new King James. Surely there is a, a mine for silver. And a place where what? Gold is refined. Keep going. Iron is taken from the earth. And copper smelted from ore. Keep going. Man puts an end to darkness and searches every recess for all in the darkness and the shadow of what? So when you are searching for this thing, the thing is found in what? In the darkness and what? And the shadow of death. That's why the Bible says, even though you walk, because God expects that if you are going to prosper, beloved, it is coming from the secret place of darkness. You are dealing with the dragon. So you will pass through the shadow of death. But he said when you pass through it, you shouldn't fear any evil. Why? He's with you and his rod and his staff, talking about his word, is a comfort to you. So riches, you don't find all in open places. They are found in darkness and in the shadow of death. Keep going. We stop at 11, then we go to 21. He breaks open a shaft away from the people. In places forgotten by feet, they hang far away from men. Are we getting the picture? They are not found in the open place. Huh? Or... Things of deep wealth. They are not found in the open place. They, they hang away from men. They swing to and fro. Huh? As for the earth, from it comes bread. But underneath it is what? Turned up as by what? Okay. When you're not submitting to any God at all, you are living a shallow, careless life. Bush, you will not go. Church, you will not go. Whatever you are working on to prosper, the fire underneath the earth burns it. Doesn't let it reach you. Verse 6, keep going. Its stones are the source of sapphire, and it contains what? Is that not what we are trusting God for? 
All right. That, uh, that path, no bird knows, nor has the falcon's eye seen it. The proud lions have not trodden it, nor has the fierce lion passed over it. He puts his hand on the flint. He overturns the mountains at the roots. Oh, I wish I have time. He cuts out channels in the rock and his eye sees everything precious. Verse 11, he dams up the streams from trickling. What is hidden? He brings forth. Who is he talking about? Now, I want you to jump to verse 21 to verse 23. We see that the path to this world is hidden from the average man. It's hidden from everybody to be able to see. He says, it is hidden from the eyes of all living. And concealed from the birds of the air. That is why people will go to other people who have submitted their spirits to devils and they will take them to dark places. They will take them to... <laughs> Lucky for them to go and enter and visit the Leviathan, sleep with women under that place and come out. Huh? And you don't want to do night vigil. You want to have what they say. Not happening. Destruction and death say, we have heard a report about it with our ears. Sudama. Sukasa Kamawa. But then verse 23 says, God understands his way and he knows his place. Why? Don't she aji? She aji. Pastor Sam, he did not aji abu ajita. Eh? Now so, mbaka. I say, now no, 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 no. Mbaka, she can get on a kaseniba. Second, I'm a taffy. Now, God kept these things where they are, not made by Satan. So he knows where they are at. Hallelujah. Amen. He knows how to show you the places where you can go and prosper. Amen. Amen. I want you to see Isaiah 45, 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 1 to verse 3. Thus said the Lord. Isaiah 45, yeah, 1 to 3. So he's anointed. To who? Whose right hand I have held. Why is the right hand upheld? To subdue nations before him and do what? To lose the armor of kings. To do what? To open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. Now give me the second verse in King James Version. King James Version. I will go before thee and make the crooked places what? And I will break in pieces what? And do what? The bars of iron. And then he said what? And I will give thee the what? Why did he say these treasures belong to darkness? Because Adam gave it. So he came and redeemed us from that curse so you can be shown where it is. I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden 
Riches of what? They are in secret places. They are in secret places. Can I talk to the believer here who is still playing church, huh? They are in secret places. It's only shown to those who have a walk with God. That God will wake you up in the morning and say, start making pocket chauffeur. You will say, ah, everybody has it now. He will show you the kind you will make. The whole world will be craving for it. I told you before, when God wants to bless you, what he does is he will give you an idea. Hallelujah. He will put in your head what to do. What has he done at that particular moment? He has just taken you to the secret place where riches are hidden. You will not see pocket shelf and know that wealth is hidden in it. Everything that has brought wealth to people was not open. That's why I talked about redemptive revelation. It wasn't open to everybody. It wasn't. But those who know how to pay obeisance to the altars that they submit to, whether it's the devil's altar, I'm telling you, you don't come to church just so that you can prosper. You can prosper in other places. Jesus said, you, Luke 13, he said, you cannot serve God and mammon, which means you can serve mammon. Because he's a master. That's why some people will take their children and go and sacrifice to Kwazikwata. We are going to put the picture up. Leko, I need you to help me over there. We are going to put the picture up of this place so you know what you are dealing with and see how he's being described. Jesus said, I will take you to where the hidden riches of uh, uh, the secret places are that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by name, who am I? Talk to me. I'm what? I am the God of Israel. So you will know that as much as we are showing you what Satan can do who he is we are telling you that God has already subdued him and he has shown us how to overcome him that your mind needs that renewal to know you will enter into a place of stupendous wealth not so that you can push it down other people's throats but so that you can be a deliverer because when God wants to bring deliverance he seeks for a man are you listening you will be the reason why children will go to school you'll be the reason why people have a roof over their heads you will be the reason why marriages can take place and homes will be established why because you can afford to be a blessing jesus said the poor you have with you always he didn't say that you will be the poor are we together go home and read revelation chapter 12 you will have you know <laughs> An understanding, or you will see the story of this spirit called Quatziquatal, or this mammon, or this demon, or this dragon called mammon. And I want you to put this image up for us. Last week I showed you how this demon called mammon, or called the dragon, has a body, or is a spirit. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. How many people remember that? He lives in a body. And I think that if you learned anything last Sunday, you learned how to deal with the soul of money. Hmm? You learned how to deal with the soul of money. So, at the end of the day, you walk away knowing that as much as he is who he is, I have control over him. And I want you to see the image of this dragon. I want you to see it. I like to deal with images. I like to show you. Praise God. The worship of this spirit. Now, this is a very scary picture of him. There are other pictures that look more friendly. Hollywood has sold it to us. Our children play with the dragon. Everywhere you see him, you know, uh, with his feathers. He's a dragon, but this, you know, this particular dragon that is in Cartoon Network, that is in Disney, 
has wings. Why? Why? Why is it that this particular dragon has wings? Because the Bible talked about the dragon that is to be worshipped. The dragon that Mammon is and says, this is a flying, fiery serpent. That's why he has to have these wings to fly. Now, this is the spirit called Mammon, right? Now, this is not a spirit you will say, I am a Christian. I don't want to have anything to do with Mammon. Mammon played a role in you being in church today. You need the body of this spirit to buy the chair. You need the body of this spirit to buy the microphone. You need the body of this spirit to put fuel in your car. But what you are not allowed to do by God is to love it and serve it. But you need it. So if you are going to have a walk on this earth and you will subdue this spirit, what do you need to know? That's the essence of kingdom financial blueprint. What do you need to know? So let me take you back a little bit to history. What you call Mesoamerican history. Where the worship of this spirit began from 1600 BC. Some of you know about the people they call the Mayan people. Amen. Some of their priests grew up and or got up and began to say that they've seen a vision. That's why I talked to you also about Santa Claus. It has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. I talked to you about the wreath we put on our gates at Christmas Day. It has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. But they have, they have exchanged it. The people we are copying from, the American people, don't, say, uh, don't want to say Happy Christmas anymore or Merry Christmas anymore. It's not Happy Holidays. Because the name Jesus is offensive to them. But I bless God for the Christian community in those places that are also not keeping quiet. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because we understand that we are at war with spirits that are possessed men and they don't see to hear. So they started to worship this idol from, this, from 1600 BC. Build altars to this spirit and will worship it. And when China and the Asian world, I would say, not all of the Asian world, began to make legal their worship of this spirit, the manufacturing proudness. Now, you need to listen to me. I know this is not an everyday church sermon, but you need understanding. The, the manufacturing proudness of the Asian world suddenly came alive. So much so that the things that nations like America, that everybody looks to, the things they use, a whole a chunk of it has to come from China. Hmm? That you in Nigeria today, everything you are using, 90% China. That Chinese people have a colony in Plato. Okay? Because most of you don't even know. How many people know? They have a colony, massive expanse of land that they have acquired. They are living inside. They are not the only people. They started this colony thing. Now, cow wants colony. <laughs> huh? Are you listening to me? Why? Because they were clear on who they worship. They worship the dragon. So every February, they shut down China, literally, 
to dedicate it to the worship of the dragon. And because he is mammon, he began to show them how to manufacture. But you know what? He always copies God. I told you here one time that if God is a creator, then you need to be a creator. You need to be in the world of manufacturing, giving birth Amen. to items, Amen. not a consumer. Not a consumer. Your own. Something that will bear your own name. Your own brand. I went into the world of manufacturing cosmetics when I read the magazine one day on a flight. You know those long flights? On Wednesday, I'll be on a flight 19 hours. Pray for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. When I was on one of those long flights, I read, and I, you know, I, curiosity. I began to wonder why is it that every celebrity wants to do perfume? Beyonce has, Halle Berry has, Shakira has, Wanene has, Kira Duksu Naisu, Lady Gaga. Don't be acting as if you don't know. You listen to their music, that's what you wake up to in the morning. To the left, to the left. So anyhow we ask you to move to the right, you can't hear it. You can't hear, move to the right. Left, left. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, I started to read why they went into it. Your fragrance announces you. It's perceived before you are seen. So there's an aura that it puts on you. It's like anointing oil. So you shower, you do whatever before you get out, you spray, spray the anointing. But what anointing is it? So when I started to read, you know, they said, about Beyonce, they said, there is a Sasha Fierce in every human being. An alter ego. That means a familiar spirit, a second personality living inside of you. Is that true? See, we can't even answer because we don't even know whether it's true or false. If there is a second personality living inside of you, it should be the personality of Jesus Christ. And then they say, well, if you use any of her fragrances, you activate the Sasha fears inside of you. And she said, you know, when I'm not on the stage, I am Beyonce. But when I'm going up the stage, I, the person you see on the stage is not Beyonce, it's Sasha fears. How many people ever heard that interview? So I'm not saying anything out of the blues. But then she said, when you use that fragrance, you activate the Sasha fears inside of you. I did like this. I jumped to the next page. Shakira. There is a serpent in every man. So when you use my fragrance, the slippery side of you will come out and nobody will be able to cheat you. Nobody will be able to deceive you. So I moved to Lady Gaga. <laughs> Listen to me, church. By the time I was done reading, I started to ask, where is the alternative for the believer? If you don't want to use Sasha Fierce, you don't want snake, you don't want blah, blah, you don't want blah, blah, where is the alternative? 
Christians are not creating. They are not manufacturing. They are retailing. They are not distributing. They are marketing other people's products and by extension, other people's demonic influences. I read the Victoria's Secret. I didn't see the secret. What is that secret I'm still trying to find? Amen? Amen. Couldn't. Why? Because Quasi Quartal controls it. You go on the internet and do your own study. Praise the Lord. He gave them the ability to manufacture. So they became creators, what you are supposed to become. Hmm? And if you have an idea to create, you still have to go to China. You still have to go to China. If the product will be sold in your country in, a, in, a, in, a, in an amount that people can afford, you still have to go to China, which means you have to still bow down to this demon. I have done so many businesses in the UAE, and guess what I found out? I, I mean, those of you who have attended BIEC with me, you know where I had to take you to what they call the Dragon Mall. They are not hiding it. The Dragon Mart stands as a humongous mall. They built Dragon Mall too. In the UAE, that is supposed to be is, you know, an Islamic inclined nation. That in Nigeria, they won't let you build an image or an effigy of anything, but they can have it in the UAE. Give me a picture of that mall. I took people to that place and said, this is the dragon. When you go to the dragon mall, the first thing you will see is the image of the dragon on the world. Meaning, Nawani. You are here this morning. I know you are here. Wrapped around it. You will see the building, they made the, the statue of the world, and then this dragon wrapping itself around it. And then you have several other dragons from the water paying obeisance to this one major dragon. And when we talk about the seven princes of hell, you go and read Revelations chapter 12, and you understand that, the, that when these dragons show, when the, when the chief dragon showed up, there were seven other smaller dragons that were worshipping the main dragon. It's in Revelations 12. So what they were putting there was not anything confusing. You will soon see the image when the media puts it up for us. And I will take them to that place and show them. I say, this is the dragon showing you that he owns the world. Now, you are blessed. Like, enter into what is called the dragon mall to go and shop with an empty head and a prayerless life. So you went there to buy Wivon. By the time you come out, you bought necklace. You don't know what happened. You don't know how. You've invested all your money going to China, but you don't have proof of prosperity. <laughs> okay, this is the image. Is there anything Satan is hiding here? He's not hiding it. He's saying, I own the world. So if you are still going to trade, now somebody will say, hey, from today I will never go to China. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you cannot enter into the house of a strong man if you don't know how to bind the strong man first. So you are permitted to enter when you know how to bind the strong man.
Somebody say an amen. amen. So the mouth, can you, can you give me a picture of the aerial, uh, an aerial picture of the dragon mouth? It's designed as a dragon. Having over 4,000 shops within it. That's it. That's the image of it. Now, you need to understand. Is this pastor trying to be spooky? No. Listen, beloved, you are living in a spooky world. You are. So some of you here, you travel, travel, go to China, carry your money, sell your land, go to China, come back. You can't show anything. Why? Because you entered into the house of the strong man, ignorant. I was doing that until God gave me revelation and showed me what to do. So it's every shop you enter. You see all the cars parked, which means the moment you enter the door, you are in the womb of the dragon. You are inside his stomach. You are trading in his stomach. Buying and, buying and selling in his womb. Are you listening? You are buying and selling in his womb. And when you don't know how to tame this dragon, you trade and trade and trade and trade and trade and trade. You are 100 years old, still trading. With one boutique. Okay. Let me show you a scripture in Isaiah chapter 30. Because some people, Isaiah 30 and verse 6. And then we'll see Isaiah 14. Take the picture away. We'll come back to it. I'm almost done for today. Show me a picture. I mean, sorry. Take me to Isaiah 30 and verse 6. Thank you, Lamb of God. The burden of the beast of the south into the land of trouble and anguish. From whence came what? Talk to me, latter house. From whence came what? Uh huh. The what? And what? What do these spirits do? There is a fiery flying serpent that comes. What does it do? They carry their riches upon the young shoulders of what? And their treasures upon what? To who? That will... You don't profit. You only live to go back again and go back again because he has carried his riches to a people that shall not profit. God teaches you to profit. Satan makes sure you don't profit. Okay. Isaiah 14, verse 28. Go back a few verses. Verse 28 to 29. Isaiah 14, not 40, Isaiah 14. In the year that King Ahaz died, was this burden. Rejoice not thou whole what? Because the rod of him that smote thee is what? 
for out of the see when you see the road is broken you see a colon which means it's about to be explained right for out of the serpent's root what came shall come forth what a cockatrice and the fruit of the cockatrice is what a fiery flying serpent so i'm not talking to you something out of the blues Scripture says this spirit exists, just like the Leviathan, just like Asmodeus, just like Baal Poor. I showed you all the, 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 the verses in Scripture. They exist. I showed you Molech. Christ Hotel has an image of it there. Some of you now will say, hey, hey, hey. you close from service, you say, I will not greet anybody. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. Psalms, Proverbs, sorry, 23, verse 4 to verse 5. Proverbs 23, verse 4 to verse 5. Thank you, Lamb of God. I'm almost done. Labor not <laughs> to be rich. Colon. Explaining what God means by labor not to be rich. Because some Christians will stop there and start sleeping. <laughs> and say, thank you. Today's service was nice. They have told us to stop laboring to look for money. It's time to go to bed. Full-grown adults wake up at 11. Which we stick. I can see everything. I see everything. I see everything. For my good. Which we stick? At 12 in the afternoon, nothing is turning around. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. What that scripture is saying to us is cease from your own wisdom. Meaning, don't think you know how to prosper. Don't think you know how. Because there are people who walk. They walk oh, looking for this money. I was telling the ministers of Latter House yesterday. I was talking to a tailor, sorry, sir. I was talking to a tailor who to see that tailor and have consultation so that she can know your design. You pay forty-five thousand naira. Yes. Yes. To just see the tailor, the cheapest they sew cloth is 800,000. You see, only church people are saying, ha, who, he? She's in this country and she has clients. So much so that I'm going to a, 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 a Lagos and I said, I, can, I want to see her on Monday. Because I leave Nigeria on Tuesday, they say she's fully booked Monday. And that 45,000 is for one hour. Cease from
wisdom. Because there are some of us in front of your keke, you are sewing till tomorrow. You are sewing onto your leg when you are walking, stopping by itself. Your leg is moving machine by itself and you still haven't prospered because you don't know the road as it was spoken in Job 28. You don't know. The lowest they can sew dress is 800,000 if you are bringing your own fabric. If they are giving you fabric, it's 1.9 million and above. Eh? Eh? But they have developed themselves in the altars that they worship. And the second side of it is that they have grown in excellence. Give Christian tailor dress to sew. They will tell you, I went for night vigil, so I did not have time to sew the dress until the wedding comes. Then when they bring the dress, they came to your house. They took measurement. They made you raise your armpit. They measured it. They, they measured your bum bum. They measured your no no. But when they saw it, you are size 14. Then they saw size 3. The dress will not enter. Go to a Christian and say, make my hair. When they are done, you are a sergeant. <laughs> you don't have hair from here again. They have put some chemicals that mask the hair from here. Don't go. Anybody who see you say, Shansa. Your hair starts from here. What about Akabani? 70% of women in Plato are sergeants. Because of the type of saloons you people have, they will mix soda and put it on your head. And unfortunately, those are the church people. Uh, give me back that scripture. Give me back that scripture, man of God. Don't labor to be rich. Huh? Cease from your own what? Wisdom. Your own wisdom. Because God wants you to connect to his own wisdom. So that you will know how to deal with the serpent. Now verse 5. Verse 5. Will thou set your eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly have made themselves what? They've made themselves what? Free. They've made themselves what? Free. They've made themselves what? Free. So Mammon made wing for himself. See, God cursed him in the garden and made him a serpent. Then he made wings for himself. When you read Genesis 3, he was a serpent. By the time you arrive in Revelations, he has grown into a dragon. By the time he passed through Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. When he arrived in Leviticus, I mean in Revelations, he has eaten enough. He became a dragon. And he made himself wings. They fly away as an eagle towards heaven. Have you not heard it before? Arzikina the Fukafiki. Go back to that image, which is where I'm rounding up for today. So when you see pictures like this, 
of this dragon, don't say somebody's trying to scare you. Ah, uh ah, -uh, panda. You see? They are everywhere. Thank God, media. They are everywhere. They are everywhere. The dragon is everywhere. He is the Kung Fu Panda, he is the dragon warrior. He has other people dragon warrior in with him. They are not hiding this thing anymore. This is Avatar. Also with wings. Huh? And people don't want to know about this thing in church. This is what your child wakes up in the morning. You, because you don't want to pay attention to that child, you press. Bunny is a dinosaur and ding 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 That's the friend of your child. Then on Christmas you take him. You don't tell him about Jesus. You put him on the laps of Santa Claus. So Jesus is clearly out of the picture. Children are friends with either the dragon or they are friends with Santa Claus. Help me point to your neighbor and say you may be playing but the devil is not. There's hardly anything you will look at today in Hollywood that you will not see this. For the people who have ever sat down in my entrepreneurial classes, you see me, even the dresses they make, the ones they will wear to the award shows, because I studied it, I can look at it and see the image that nobody is seeing. Beloved, if you are going to prosper, you must know how to cut off the wings. When he stops flying, you can domesticate him. When he, when he stops flying, then your seed, although I know it talks about the seed of Jesus Christ, can bruise his head. You can't bruise his head when he's flying around. The one way to make money and stay blessed is when you clip the wings. And God has shown us how to cut off the wings of this dragon so that when you prosper, the money becomes transgenerational. But know it, for as long as you are on a road of spiritual innocence, you can never prosper. Amen. Amen. You can never be successful. So help me say to your neighbor, this is not the time to play with your Christianity. <laughs> now rise up on your feet. So many of us are waiting. Money is coming to us. Money is coming to us. But I'm telling you this. People here are sitting in this place who can attest to the fact that they, are, they touched money before. They were rich. What happened? Somebody ought to now you have heard God's word. Humble your heart and live by it. We will be overjoyed to receive you whenever you can join us at the Ladder House Christian Center, 8.45 a.m. on Sundays and at 5.30 p.m. on Tuesdays at Crest Hotel on Old Airport Road, Joss. God bless you and welcome to your days of glory.